All right, it's the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Off. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Michigan week. We have a lot to get into today. Um, Ohio State men's basketball also. Women's basketball, but the Ohio State men's basketball team playing out in the Maui Invitational. Lost to a 17th ranked San Diego State last night. Uh, last night being uh, Monday, 88 to 77. And look, Ohio State drops to 3 1 on the season. The Aztecs go to 4 0. Not totally surprised they lost. It's a Ohio State's first real test. And the Buckeyes are, although they've got experience on this team, they've got a lot of new faces on this team from the transfers and the freshmen coming in. They played like a team with a lot of new faces last night that were trying to incorporate freshmen they have to rely on. Um, I They fell into a hole early, climbed back, got to win four in the second half, but then just they, they didn't have enough uh, firepower to keep up with San Diego State. Uh, run of double doubles ended he was in foul trouble only played 21 minutes he had seven points and three rebounds wasn't much of a factor um bryce sets up all the sensational freshmen 17 points um five rebounds in the game also 13 um for thornton their guard but the one that really stood out to me was uh mcneil sean mcneil the kid that transferred over from west virginia because in the first three games of the season he seemed invisible to me like i didn't he was on the floor he moved around but didn't do anything really of any consequence didn't seem to make any big shots or great passes. You know, maybe would have had a lot of hockey assists as being the guy who threw the pass to the guy who threw the pass. But um, last night though, he caught fire and played with confidence finished with 22 points. I think most of them, but almost all of them were in the second half, uh, three for seven on threes, nine for 14th on field overall. That was a big plus for this team. Ohio state needs more scores. Uh, Bryce Sensabaugh is the only one you can really count on on a regular basis for Ohio State. He comes off the bench. I got to believe he'll come to the starting lineup at some point. But uh, the Buckeyes, look, it, it was their first tough game, and they're going to struggle a little bit. They've got, they're have got playing Cincinnati today at 5 o'clock Eastern time, and then uh, they'll have a third game on Wednesday. But um, they have a better chance of beating the Bearcats, who aren't as good this year as they have been maybe in years past. But um, what will be fun to watch, though, and interesting to watch, is Ohio State comes on a back-to-back and how the guys perform. Zed Key, like I said, only played 21 minutes, should be rested. Suing played 23. Uh, likely played the most minutes. He played 30. Sensiball played 24. Thornton played 25. But um, seeing how they do on a back-to-back situation is what will be fun to watch for this Ohio State basketball team. They play Cincinnati today, another game on Wednesday, and we'll see how that all plays out. So uh, the Ohio State women, they play tomorrow. They play on um, uh, Wednesday. Uh, they play Wright State, the, the Buckeye women, they can rank eighth right now in the country. They're a fantastic story. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch this year and will be um, one of the two or three best teams in the Big Ten all season long. All right, Ohio State, uh, huge win over Maryland, uh, closer than it should have been, but Ohio State persevered and did what they always do with this new defense and with Jim Knowles there heading things up. They outperformed Maryland in the second half. Yes, it was closer than it should have been. Yes, Maryland scored um, a lot of points in this game, but – Ohio State's defense prevailed when it counted. And the second half, Ohio State outplayed Maryland, just like they've done with every team this year. They've outplayed every team they played against in the second half. They make the adjustments. The running game. Look, Trayvon Henderson's not right. He's not healthy. And so they had to rely on Dallin Hayden. And that worked out great for them. Dallin Hayden finished with over 140 yards. I think 146 was when we finished in the game and uh, three touchdowns. He is going to be an important factor in the game against Michigan on Saturday. Because I don't think Mayan Williams is going to be 100% healthy. I don't expect Travion Henderson to be 100% healthy. They're going to need to be able to run the ball against Michigan. Michigan and Ohio State's defenses are very similar. And 
the key to this game is going to be how each team uh, handles the trenches. And Ohio State's going to have to stop, but I don't think Blake Corbin's going to play. It's starting to look like he might not, which is a big advantage for Ohio State if the um, the stud running back from Michigan can't get out there on the field. But Ohio State needs to stop the run and establish the run. That's going to be critical in this game. Straub was limping around at the end of the game. Doesn't sound like anything serious. He should be fine, but it's going to be a Dallin Hayden type show. Hopefully, Mayan Wave could do something. Travion Henderson, you know, he had a fantastic year last year as a freshman, but he he hasn't been right all year. It's amazing how well Ohio State's been able to do despite all these injuries. And it, a lot of it's got to do with the depth. I mean, sure, like my win team in the Big Ten, maybe almost any team in the country right now, and he's the backup running back at Ohio State. Uh, receiver-wise, Ohio State's receiver room is incredibly deep. So Ohio State's been able to withstand losing the number one receiver. Everyone thought Jack Smith Jigba was the top receiver in the country coming back, and he has played a handful of snaps, and that's it. And they've been able to overcome that because of guys like Marvin Harrison, uh, you know, because of guys like a Fleming and like a Ibuka. So they've been able to do that. They're able to overcome the loss of a number one receiver. Not a lot of teams in the country can do that. Not a lot of teams can give up the number one receiver and the perceived number one running back coming in and still be undefeated at this point. I know the schedule hasn't been incredibly daunting. We, it's well documented. How Michigan and Ohio State have played weaker schedules than a lot of these teams, especially SEC teams, because the Big Ten's been weak as a whole. So, but still, getting 11-0 is 11-0. You can't get around that. Ohio State will be number two tonight when the CFP rankings come out. Uh, it'll be Georgia 1, Ohio State 2. Got to believe Michigan State's 3, TCU 4. After that, it'll get interesting to see who's 5 and 6. Uh, I got to believe USC's probably 5. Tennessee is now going to fall off. But those rankings come out this evening, and we'll see where uh, everyone else plays out because we still have the chance for Ohio State and Michigan to both make it to the CFP. And although for years I've, I've said – I don't want to see a second Ohio State-Michigan game in one year. I want the one game, and that's it. This is the year where I feel differently because I would love to see Ohio State-Michigan play again in the Big Ten championship game versus what we're going to probably see is Ohio State against Iowa, which will be a snooze fest in Indianapolis because Iowa still can't score, even though they're going to win the Big Ten West. We saw them while they played the first game, and Ohio State dominated that that game uh, after a slow start, which is what Ohio State does this year. So, And and I'd be fine seeing Ohio State-Michigan play again in the CFP. All those things are fine with me this year. I've gotten to a point now where I'm okay with Ohio State and Michigan playing multiple times in a season because I'd rather see that than Ohio State against some crap team from the Big Ten West. And uh, I'd rather see Ohio State, Michigan than Ohio State TCU or something like that. Tennessee loses. That gives a chance for Ohio State, Michigan loser to still get the CFP. Um, that TCU is likely not going to lose. Uh, they've got, I think, Iowa State this week. Then they got the Big 12 championship, although the Big 12 is so inconsistent consistent and mediocre that there's a chance TCU could lose uh and then the other one to watch out for is USC USC is a one loss team right now their one loss was um a, a nail biter um so they, they they could get in still as a one loss Pac-12 champion but they've got to play Notre Dame this week Notre Dame's not great but Notre Dame does pose a potential problem for USC. So USC's got to play that one. They play the Pac-12 championship game. There's room for losses for USC. There's room for a potential loss for TCU, which would possibly put a one-loss Michigan team back in the CFP. So we'll see what happens with that. But a lot more to get into this week. I'm going to bombard you with Ohio State-Michigan talk. We'll, we'll break down more of the matchups in uh, tomorrow's episode. We'll also talk about the Ohio State-Cincinnati game, how that plays out, and where Ohio State will play next in the Maui Invitational. But um, it's Michigan week. Go go on uh, YouTube. 
and look up uh, the rivalry, I think is what it's called, the Ohio State versus Michigan. Go watch that. That's a great thing to watch on YouTube. J.K. Simmons has rivals. This uh, Ohio State-Michigan thing is coming out. I think it's out now, but you can watch it on the Big Ten Network on Wednesday and again on Friday if you want to. It's a two-hour thing with him. I think Rich Eisen, ESPN, uh, former anchor who has a radio show, is a Michigan grad. I can't stop consuming Ohio State Michigan content neither should you uh, go look at all these different things find old games uh, Woody and Bo the 10-year war look at old games of Ohio State look at some of the old hype leading into it this is the week this is the time where it's the best time to be an Ohio State football fan as we get into the game uh, with that team up north on Saturday thanks for tuning in I'm Jeff Fiddle follow me on Twitter at that happens this has been the Buckeye Blitz we will talk again soon go Bucks.